Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? They believe that they can they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump desperately want Trump gone, and I I know that they desperately want it codified, that Trump cannot run again, because make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you, and they remain scared to death of Trump. Uh, Trump, 75 million, 80 million votes, and I'm going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Even if Trump does, you're not which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Hey, hey, hour two of the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back to the show. Delighted to spend time with you. Thank you for being part of the family. You know, as a parent, I think all of us out there who have children or grandchildren, Try to implore upon our youth. Hey, you're going to make mistakes. Try not to make them too big. And when you do make a mistake, own it. Own it immediately. That was me. It takes 50% of the wind out of the sails of somebody who's mad at you. What are they going to say? Just own up to it. Be a grown-up or at least behave responsibly. And say that was on you. See, we have we have too many people running around who never learned that lesson at home. They don't believe that they can actually be honest and live with integrity and do the right thing and make an impact. They have to cut corners. See, if Jeff DeWitt, the head of the RNC in Arizona, had merely said... When the story, the bombshell story came out, the audio of him telling Carrie Lake, hey, powerful people want you to step aside. In March of last year, when she was about to, you know, announce her Senate run. What would it take? Can we put you on some board? Can we give you a fat salary somewhere? And she said, I walked away from a a fat salary. I walked away from power and money. You think this is about power and money? This is about love of country. There is no dollar value on that. It is priceless. If Jeff DeWitt had come out and said that was me, I did that. It's shameful. I apologize. I was given an order because it came from somebody, not Jeff DeWitt. Maybe things would be a little bit different. I doubt it, but still. So I want to read you this story. This is from ArizonaFamily.com. Arizona GOP chairman resigns 
after controversial audio recording involving Carrie Lake. See, when you take ownership, you don't blame somebody else. You don't say that you're a victim. You don't say that somebody smeared you. You got caught. You got caught in the clearest way, Jeff. You had the opportunity to be an adult, to be a grown-up, to be a decent human being. And all of those three things were too big a sell for you. Too big an ask, I should say. Here's the story. The chairman of the Arizona Republican Party has resigned amid a growing number of calls to step down after a British tabloid, Daily Mail, released clips of him reportedly, reportedly, come on now, (laughs) trying to bribe former gubernatorial candidate and television news anchor Carrie Lake to not run for the Senate. The verified audio recording obtained by the Daily Mail reveals the party chair Jeff DeWitt asking Lake to, quote, just say, is there a number at which that appears to signify to Carrie Lake to essentially name her price? Lake is heard in the audio tape, taking offense to the remark, stating, I can be bought. That's what this is about. The clip continues with DeWitt saying, you can take a pause for a couple years and then you can go right back to what you're doing. To which Lake replies, this is not about money. It's about our country. At the time of the recording last March, Lake was waging this unsuccessful court fight challenging her loss in 2022 for the Arizona governor, gearing up for a U.S. Senate campaign. Meantime, Republicans in Washington, bruised by a disappointing showing in the midterms, were talking openly about plans to seek GOP Senate nominees who would be more viable in general elections. More viable equals more malleable. More open and more likely to be conned or bribed or blackmailed. That's not Carrie Lake. DeWitt said in a statement announcing his exit that the tape was, quote, selectively edited and used in a deceptive way. Now that's rich, right? That's rich. He claims that despite the conversation appearing against Lake, she was actually employed by him in DeWitt's private company. Oh, that makes it all okay then. You're on my payroll. Therefore, I'm above you. You can't record me being a dirtbag. Sorry, Jeff. It's not a good, not a good defense. DeWitt claims since that conversation, Lake has been on a, quote, mission to destroy him. Doesn't it sound so very liberal? Right. Joe Biden and his crime family syndicate. Don't you talk about our $30 million of grifting plus. Stop that. You go look over at Donald Trump. He's got classified documents over at Mar-a-Lago. So childish. So predictable. Don't look and see what's in front of you. Check out my smokescreen and be diverted somewhere else. It's not working. I said things I regret, he says. But I realized when hearing Lake's recording that I was set up. (laughs) You were set up. Really? I believe she orchestrated this entire situation to have control over the state party. The statement read in part. What a dirtbag. The decision to step down on Wednesday was part of an ultimatum, DeWitt said. Adding that the Lake campaign threatened the release of a more damaging recording. Really? I gotta hear it. 
Quote, I am truly unsure of its contents, but considering our numerous past open conversation as friends, we were friends. Friends don't ask friends to bow out so the suck can take the seat, Jeff. That's not what friends do. I have decided not to take the risk, DeWitt says. Oh, I'm a victim. Such a victim. I wonder if he got that play from Stacey Abrams or Fonnie Willis or any of these other clowns. I'm resigning as Lake requested, he says, in the hope that she will honor her commitment to cease her attacks, allowing me to return to the business sector, a field I find much more logical and prefer over politics. No, you just got caught. And you know that what could come out next is even worse it's such a pain when that blackmail thing goes to the other person isn't it isn't that so weird how that how that feels when you think you're the one who's in charge because the national republican senate committee is saying dude you need to get rid of her we need somebody we can control right we don't want a mom who loves america and won't lie to her constituents we need somebody we can blackmail Oh, poor Mr. DeWitt, the victim. And then he says this. He said he didn't intend to bribe Lake. It's not what I tried to do. But was offering candid advice for her to sit out the Senate race and run again for governor in 2028. He was employing Lake at his private company at the time, he said. And they'd had, quote, many conversations where I was looking out for her financial interests. That's like a spouse abuser beating up the spouse and then coming back with flowers the next day. It was only for your own good. But you know that. Ew! Our relationship was based on friendship. And the conversation that is now being scrutinized was an open, unguarded exchange between friends in the living room of her house, DeWitt said. I genuinely believed I was offering a helpful perspective to someone I considered a friend. About an hour later, the late campaign fired back, saying in part that the tape speaks for itself. Brevity being the soul of wit. Yeah. No one from the Carrie Lake campaign threatened or blackmailed DeWitt. It is unfortunate. This is a direct quote. This is it is unfortunate that DeWitt has not recognized how unethical his behavior was and still hasn't apologized to Arizona Republicans. The joint statement from senior advisors Caroline Wren and Garrett Ventry said DeWitt's false claims are just par for the course. The Arizona GOP must be relieved to have his resignation. Now we can focus on getting ethical leadership and win big in 2024. I was set up. I wanted to help her out. I was just trying to do the right thing. And she was terrible. She hurt me. Oh, please. Doesn't suck just suck. It does. And that's that guy. Don't go anywhere. Speaking of suck, California, I know that's very broad brush, specifically, just heartbreaking information about the homeless in California. I I gotta drop it on you. Hang with me next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network.
It's not good enough for us to shrug off the yuck of politics because the yuck of politics has a ripple effect. There is always collateral damage. And losing 85,000 migrant children at the border, not knowing where they are now, is disgraceful. It's unacceptable. Turning our backs on the drug problem in this country, the, the degree to which fentanyl is deadly, how little you need. The stories that I've read about law enforcement officers trying to provide mouth-to-mouth resuscitation for someone who's overdosed, who then get the fentanyl from the victim's lips on their own and die. Like that, we don't slough off horrors like this, and yet we're asked to. Don't pay attention to that. If only we had bipartisan support for something in Congress. Well, when you realize that your government is corrupt, ineffective, and owned by a globalist agenda, which is bent on destruction of this great constitutional republic, you began to see, you begin to see how awful life for so many people these last three years has become. And when I saw this story about California's homeless found living in 20-foot-deep furnished caves full of garbage and drugs. This is on the New York Post. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being any of these people, and I do not support these migrants coming here, period. They're sleeping in airport terminals? They're sleeping in the airports? Because there's nowhere for them to go? I hate airports when I have to travel. I can't imagine pretending like I was going to sleep on the floor of Logan International Airport or O'Hare or LAX. But living in a cave full of trash? Homeless people in California were found living in dangerously constructed riverside caves outfitting the trash-filled dwellings with furniture and other supplies before they were cleared out by police and volunteers over the weekend. This is Sacramento. The 20-foot-deep underground digs were tucked along this river in Modesto, accessible by makeshift stairs carved into the hillside. Think about where you would have to be to live in a cave. This particular area, officials said, has been plagued by vagrancy and illegal camps, which have raised concerns due to the fact that these camps are actually caves dug into the riverbanks. During a sweep of the living quarters, 7,600 pounds of trash, that's nearly four tons, filled up two trucks and a trailer. It was removed, the police said. Photos from inside one of the caves obtained by a CBS station showed a table, crates filled with supplies, even a couple of shelves with food and condiments. Another had a chair, belongings in bins. 
We had a hard time figuring out how so much stuff got down in there. Considering how hard it was to get it up the hill and out. Said a volunteer with a group called Operation 9299. Living in caves. We have American citizens. Who? I, I mean, what do you say about that? This is America. This is the land that the millions of people have made this this pilgrimage to get to, which is devolving into a, a hellscape on purpose, where there's nowhere for people to use the toilet in New York City parks, so they're pooping in cups. The garbage and the filth and the squalor. We have a resurgence of tuberculosis and smallpox and polio. So soon after our federal government held the proverbial head, a gun to our heads and told us we needed to get a vaccine and, and prove that we were vaccinated. But these people can come here in droves from God knows where, carrying God knows what disease and overload the system when Americans, when our veterans don't have places to stay. That's not the, the land of the free and the home of the brave. That's called a third world socialist communist hellscape. And they wanna tell us that Joe Biden is gonna get reelected, that Donald Trump better be careful are you out of your mind? It's unacceptable. And once you see it, you can't unsee it. Let's go to the border now. Let's go to Texas, where Greg Abbott is like, hey, let's go, Biden administration. It's war because I've got reinforcements and the truth on my side. What's going on now? Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. read this i thought to myself that's the title of today's show bring it see there is that pivotal moment when a bully gets a knuckle sandwich to the beezer when ralphie on the playground in a christmas story loses his freaking mind and goes Uh, and jumps on the bully who's made everybody's life miserable on the playground and at school and beats the everlasting snot out of him in a rage where you go somewhere else and you become someone else and you lose it. In that movie, I remember Ralphie's mom has got to pull him off because he's literally beating to a pulp the bully and everybody's standing around going, Bullies sometimes need to get hit in the face. I wouldn't even say that the Biden administration is is a bunch of bullies. They're, They're more like a bunch of misfits. They're like the bad news bears. And yet they want you to believe that they're the all stars. They're can do nothing right. I mean, we didn't even know Lloyd Austin had some issue, right? Joe Biden didn't. We didn't. Nobody knew. These are a bunch of boobs. 
who've been put into positions, who quickly become drunk with some kind of idea of power, of importance, right? And now the pushback. Greg Abbott, sitting in a wheelchair, has stood up against an apparent Goliath. But he's got his slingshot. And he's way more agile than these clods who want to go to war on the, on the border. Just like the story about the number one thing we should be talking about, never taking our eyes off the ball. The president of the United States has made millions of dollars from foreign governments. And you're not supposed to talk about that. He's supposed to be able to get away with that. But it's wrong for people on January 6th to have been rattling the bike, you know, locks, the bike fencing around the Capitol and have been sentenced to years in prison, treated like animals, like terrorists. Joe Biden can do whatever the hell he wants. Pushback. That pushback comes from a governor in Greg Abbott who is done with the stampede. He's done with the trampling. He's done with the 1,700 migrants who've died after crossing the border. He's done with the drownings in the Rio Grande. He's done with the grandstanding from the people in Congress who suck, who want to say, well, it takes a bipartisan deal in Congress. No. It takes a wall. Because once the wall is there, the problem stops. It's not complicated. So when you think about Joe Biden and his Border Patrol agents snipping through the fencing so that the flow can continue, there is no other conclusion than your federal government under this guy, Barack Obama, hates you, hates America, hates democracy, hates freedom, and will stop at nothing to invade it and to trample your rights in the process. That being said, this is encouraging because Greg Abbott is saying, you want a war? We'll go to war. Headline from the office of the Texas governor, Greg Abbott. Governor Abbott issues statement on Texas's constitutional right to self-defense. Governor Greg Abbott, this was yesterday after the show, issued a statement on Texas's constitutional right to defend and protect itself as President Joe Biden continues to attack Texas and refuse to perform his duties to secure the border. I think it's sometimes we have to not lose sight of how dark this is. That the guy allegedly in the Oval Office or purporting to be in the Oval Office wants to destroy this country. And we've got people out there who are like, Donald Trump really needs to win over the moderates. He needs to stop it with those nicknames. I don't like his hair. I really think he's going to be in danger. He might not win. Are you out of your mind? You either love America or you don't. You either want secure borders or you don't. You're either for protecting kids from disgusting people who want to mutilate their bodies so that they can get rich or you don't. It's not complicated. There are no shades of gray here. Well, maybe just a few of the surgeries are okay for the kids. No, it's called a hard stop. 
full line in the sand, non-negotiable. Quote, the executive branch of the United States has a constitutional duty to enforce federal laws protecting states, including immigration laws on the books right now, reads the statement from Greg Abbott. President Biden was instructed, has instructed his agencies rather, to ignore federal statutes that mandate the detention of illegal immigrants, the failure of the Biden administration to fulfill the duties imposed by Article 6, or 4 rather, Section 4, has triggered Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which reserves to this state the right of self-defense. For these reasons... I have already declared an invasion under Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3 to invoke Texas's constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. That authority is the supreme law of the land and supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. Now, how do you argue that, friends? Greg Abbott said this, and it is powerful. It must be heard because he is not alone. He has the the support of an awful lot of other governors who, as we speak, are sending their own National Guardsmen to the Texas border for what will be a showdown. Listen. All together... Counting Texas, we have 15 governors in 15 states from the United States that are deploying personnel to secure the border. Altogether, if you add in the other states that are supporting this mission, 25 governors in 25 states, half of the states of the United States of America are banding together to step up and secure a border that President Biden has abandoned 100% correct 100% correct so what are these states I got about 14 of them here Arkansas Florida Iowa Nebraska North Dakota Ohio Oklahoma South Carolina South Dakota Tennessee Virginia West Virginia and Wyoming The federal government does not rule the states. This is why we have individual state governance. It is not okay for Joe Biden, for Amy Coney Barrett, for John Roberts, Katanji Brown Jackson, Elena Kagan, Sonia Sotomayor, or anybody sitting in some office to wave a wand and say, The invasion of America's property is okay because it is not. And this is going to get very interesting. What have they already set up? Well, you've seen those big shipping containers lined up across the border. You've seen the razor wire fencing all across the border. The buoys don't even try it. What is, what is the excuse? What is the defense? What is Joe Biden or anybody in his administration's defense? What's Alejandro Mayorkas' defense of this invasion? 
of the mass of humanity, the millions of people flooding our cities. It's asylum when we know full well that 95 to 98 percent of the people claiming asylum don't freaking qualify. It's Barack Obama. That's what this is. Barack Obama, who in law school at Columbia, if I'm not mistaken, was selected and groomed for this very mission. It's taken decades, but look at the payoff. You've seen the video, have you not? Hundreds of people huddled together inside airport terminals. They tried to hide them at first. The numbers got too big. Abbott has bust more than 100,000 people to Chicago, to New York. And those governors or mayors have tried to sue him, tried to claim that he is breaking the law. How inhumane to round these people up. These people in power want to destroy what I plan to give to my children, which is a safe and secure and patriotic and noble and humane and kind America that has rules. And the rules are followed. And those who don't follow the rules pay a price. The people who were rounded up on the steps of the Capitol, who our government used geolocating from cell phones to hunt down, to be dragged through the mud of frivolous litigation, which we pay for, to then be thrown away and discarded and demonized in a bogus story of insurrection. Can you imagine if any of these people who've done this damage to our country spent half as much time doing something right, doing something good, doing something noble for us, how much better this country would be. Joaquin Castro lives in Texas. He knows better. And he spreads and continues to spread a dangerous and vile lie about Texas. And you need to hear it for yourself because this is what you're up against. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. If ever you doubt the idea that the mission of those acolytes of the globalists of suck. So you think about Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum. This has been going on since the 90s, right? At least since the 90s. Bill Gates, one of one of his first graduating class members of this World Economic Forum, how to ruin democracy in 30 years or less, right? 
Who else? Jacinda Ardern, uh, Justin Trudeau, Angela Merkel, all of these people who, God, it's so weird, find themselves in the positions of power kind of roughly around the same time with varying degrees of obnoxiousness, all signing on to this idea, open up the borders, flood all these people in, it's fine, it'll be great. No, that's obviously purposeful. That is how you collapse democracy. That is how you collapse this constitutional republic. Did you guys know that just since, what, March of 2021, when Greg Abbott launched this Operation Lone Star, which was to fortify using uh, National Guard troops and state troopers to secure the border and to get this mass of humanity shipped off to other places? Why should we be the ones who have to, who have to deal with the hardship? It's cost the state of Texas more than $10 billion. In the break, I'm going to do my math. $10 billion. We're going to divide it by, let's just say, we'll call it even. We'll say it's almost three years. We'll divide that by 36 months. Brock's going to do some quick math for us. Let's find out what that's going to cost per day in Texas. For those residents, why should they be forced to pay the price for this global compact on migration? where the borders are fuzzy, anybody can come from anywhere, and you can sink the system and collapse it so the communists can come in who are already here, they're already in the Oval Office, and basically take over our form of government. That's what it's all about. Joaquin Castro, one of the operatives, representative in Texas, he should know how dare he drop this whopper of a line which is infuriating he spreads the lie that because greg abbott had secured that park area which is in between points of entry on the border and it's where people were crossing the river and coming into texas he decided to take control of it kicked the border agents out put the national guard in and of course the biden administration had to create a lie a lie that they spread a lie that Joaquin Castro has decided to continue. He's picked up the ball and, like a dirt bag, is running with it. Listen. I was, it did shock the conscience when you talk about Texas National Guard or DPS basically preventing CBP from rescuing a mom and two kids. Wow. An eight-year-old and a 10-year-old kid who drowned. Lie. Um, I'll say this. Republicans have gotten very bloodthirsty when it comes to the issue of immigration and border security. And you imagine what it takes for people in uniform to prevent other people from rescuing drowning individuals. Now, that obviously is a lie. And we've talked about this on this program. Sadly, far too many people have drowned crossing the Rio Grande. It is a danger that should not be presented as an opportunity any more than walking through the Darien Gap with the mud. Do you remember hearing our correspondent, Wendy Bell Radio Network correspondent, Oscar Blue, who reports from us for us from Mexico? He made a trip into the Darien Gap to follow the travel advisors, who are the people who are extorting other people for their children to walk them through, promising a nice 
a nice future, only for them to get lost in servitude, sexual bondage, whatever's going on with them, we'll never know, I guess. Saying that the mud in the jungle of the Darien Gap is so ferocious that there are corpses in the mud, frozen in it. Because like quicksand, when you get in it, you can't get out. Chronicling people falling off of the cliff to their death. The bodies scattered along the way. The people disemboweled. Their dead bodies laying on the ground after organs have been removed. All because people like Joaquin Castro care more about the payoff to themselves and their idea that they'll have a seat at the table once America collapses if he continues this charade. People wouldn't be drowning, Joaquin, if you guys weren't shuttling them in. And you know damn well that that woman and those two children died before anybody on the Texas side was made aware. How dare you? Brock, did you do some math for me? Did we get any numbers here or is it too big? $10 billion in three years. I wonder what that's like a day. Do you know? I $10 billion over... No, no. No. I did not do the math yet. Mm. I'm going to go with it's a hell of a lot of money. And I'm going to say it's a hell of a lot of money the people in Texas don't have. Now, I'm kind of in a weird conundrum. Because either Joaquin Castro is too stupid because he's not paying attention and doing his job to realize that he is regurgitating a lie or he's doing it on purpose. Either way, that's dangerous. It's dirty and it's standard operating in the call in the halls of Congress. When we come back, protecting children from an exploitative medical industry. How much money is a sex change operation for a child? Ohio wakes up and says, no more victory, my friends. Details next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. <laughs> 